This programme was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Hawke's Bay, your community access media station. Thanks to New Zealand On Air for making this type of programming possible. Hey there, hi there, welcome to the Blueprint Bosses show and my name is Carol Reid and with me I have Lucy Frenchie and Jennifer Myers and we are your 90 Day Divas and today we're going to be talking about money, aren't we ladies? Ah. Money, honey, show me the money. That's it. Money, money, money. Isn't there a song by Abba? Money, money, money. It's the one. Um, So we're going to be talking a little bit about money because at the end of the day, money is one of those things that we all have to have and it's one of those things that can cause us quite a bit of stress and it can cause us a bit of angst and uh, we want to talk a bit about the history of money, a bit about worthiness stories around it, some money blocks, we're going to cover that as well and give you a few little affirmations you can put together and maybe some book suggestions as well at the end. So um, maybe Lucy do you want to start us off a bit around um, the history, I mean I can add a bit more bits and pieces to it but do you want to tell us a little bit about your own history with money? Yeah, well, it's an interesting um, history or in- interesting journey we're all on when it comes to money because um, we all know money makes the world go round. Mm. And um, yeah, it's sort of that's how we've been taught and to put so much emphasis on money and what actually is. And um, I think my journey really started when I started my own company five years ago. That was really when I started thinking a bit more about what is money and what does it mean to me and how much do I actually need and, yeah, what's the relationship that I, that I actually have with money? And I started digging quite deep and, um, yeah, figuring out what that is and what that looks like. That's awesome. Would that be because, you know, when, we, when we're when we in our businesses, we do have to have budgets and we have to be aware of what we need to make to survive. So it kind of brought that into a highlight for you, did it? Well, that was definitely one aspect, but the other one is also I didn't have that consistent income like I did when I was employed. Mm. There I just knew every now and again I'd have a discussion with my employer and be like, I think it's time for a a pay rise or, yeah, that was sort of the only way I actually ever thought about my money or my my income. Mm. But now having my own business, you really need to think, well, how much do I actually want to make and do I need to make and how much am I deserving to make so there's a lot of in that like you mentioned before with the worthiness mm. and that was a big part of actually un yeah like unpacking my worthiness am I worthy to make money am I worthy to make the money that I want to mm. and that I need to make and how much so, do I charge yeah. you know there's always that, exactly. that piece there and yeah. can I charge what I'm charging and and all of that mm. kind of thing absolutely what about you Jen what, what about your kind of a bit of history on your your side of money for you Mm. I think for me it's it's interesting because I grew up in I think I've shared on here before I grew up in a pretty darn traditional um, you know patriarchal household where you know dad took care of the money and so you know I I'm a bit older now but I got married a long time ago and I was quite young when I got married so I kind of assumed that you know my husband at the time was going to be the one to take care of the money and he did and you know, but it, we didn't really, you know, tackle it together. And I think I abdicated responsibility for a while, which was not a good thing. So for me, my money journey has kind of come from, you know, realizing that it takes, you know, more than one brain for me to be savvy and smart with money. So I, you know, I wasn't necessarily smart with money, but I've educated myself over the years. And now, 
um, you know, I'm quite careful with it and quite savvy with it, and I do good things with it and make, you know, can take considered risks and all that fun stuff. So it's really just discovering my own money personality over the last, I don't know, probably 15, 20 years has just made a huge difference to where, you know, the things that I have the ability to do now, it's created some choice for me and my family, just being aware of what I'm doing with my money, um, you know, and it's going to create choice for us in the future too, which is which is brilliant, but it hasn't been particularly easy. Mm. I think it's such an interesting one, isn't it? I, I, I work with people around some of this sort of stuff too, and one of the things we, we do look at is some of those money beliefs that perhaps, you know, we've we've taken on from our parents and from society and from our friends and neighbours and things like that you know there's that whole saying you've got to keep up with the joneses you know <laughs> how do you how do you keep up with um with people around you in fact if you can kind of take some of that pressure off yourself then you can actually get clear on what it is that you require out of money and how it needs to work inside your life but oftentimes it's um just recognizing what uh the key kind of words that you use around money are you saying things like um you know i can't afford it that we don't have enough um and particularly if you've if you've been brought up in that type of environment then it's going to be you know harder to to break it but it's certainly going to be able to break it so with my, with me i had the same thing i had a father who looked after the money my mother was given a check once a week to go and get the groceries and um and I can remember distinctly you know needing some clothes and dad going oh what are we you know do we need to spend that kind of thing you know and it's like well yeah dad we need some clothes um <laughs> but but it was an interesting one and then when dad died um mum you know had to take over the money and she didn't really know what to do because she hadn't really um, taken a part of it. So it's a good point you make, Jen, about making sure that the two, if you're in a relationship, that, that you're both kind of uh, clear on what you're wanting. But particularly, as you said, Lucy, around your business, what are the goals that you want to achieve for your business and what are some of those perhaps um, blocks that perhaps are coming up? And you, you had some, didn't you, Lucy, on around, around some blocks that you wanted to yeah. share? Yeah, so some of the main blocks that also I had and had to sort of work through, never knew that I actually had them, but like one, or that is quite common in a lot of people, is you have to work really hard to make money. It's hard-earned money that you're making here. Mm. You you can't help people or make money, so you sort of have to choose between both. Mm. Or another common one is more money equals more problems. Yep. problems yep. and then sort of money doesn't grow on the trees that was something that I used to hear quite a bit yep. you don't get something from nothing another day another dollar I mean there's, the list goes on there's, there's so, so many different <laughs> yeah there's so many blocks yeah. and they're deeply I think this is a great exercise for all of us to really sit down if you're listening to just think and think what were the different um, sayings your parents said to you and do you still believe these sayings like yeah, I used to hear that quite a lot from my dad. He used to say, yeah, this is hard-earned money and it's hard to make money. And I'd always think, why is it hard to make money? I enjoy making money and I enjoy what I do and people pay me for it. So I quickly had to question his beliefs and um, had to change them around. 
to make them work for me. Yeah, 100%. They say you're so right. That's the thing is that and quite often if your parents have had to struggle to make money and they've made it, then they want to hang on to it. But actually, money is a currency and, and with all currency, it's got to flow. It's, got to, it's like a current in a river. It's got to move in and out. And really thinking about money as an energy exchange, you know, I give this to you and you give this to me because, you know, it's only really been created, you know, we haven't had money for a long time. I mean, really in the early days it was barter, wasn't it, Jen? Mm, absolutely. So money's money's a new concept in relation to, you know, time. But I think you're absolutely right on the flow thing because when, you know, money is flowing from one hand to another, from one business to another, and we need to learn to be okay with that. I think where some of our where we come unstuck sometimes is wanting to grasp and to hold and to control because you, you can't really can you no 100 percent. you've got to treat it like a friend I, I kind of think of it that way you know if I was going to be kind to my friend I wouldn't strangle it I wouldn't strangle my friend or you know <laughs> keep keep her in my wallet and not not bring her out you know? unless she's a friend of me no that's <laughs> right Hundred percent. Yeah. So it is. It is definitely kind of thinking about it in a different way, perhaps than than maybe you have before. Particularly if if it's not flowing how you want it to. Um, but I love Lucy how you identified that you 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 needed to correct some of the worthiness things around what you needed to do when it when it came to creating your business. Maybe just talk a bit more about that for people because there'll be people out there thinking, well, I want to start my business, but I'm constrained by the money. How will I know the money will come? Exactly, and that is a really big one. That's the whole worthiness. Do I deserve to make money? Do I deserve to be a millionaire? Do I deserve to charge that much? And it all starts with really accepting, yes, I am allowed to charge and I'm allowed to earn exactly that amount of money that I need and want. So we really need to know we have to value ourselves first, and it really starts with us. That um, Yeah, you are enough and you are you've got big dreams and you're allowed to go for it. So one thing that I always say to myself, there's always more money out there. There's always enough clients. There's always enough ideas, opportunities. It's really, you just need to go for it. You just need to open up and say, I'm ready for this and um, I'm allowed to charge and earn because the more I can earn, the more people I can help and I can support like us with the 90 Day Divas. We've got a program in one of our modules and we talk about pricing and how to price and what do you need to look for. And that's a real big part of our business because we can't just help. We're really we're deserving and we, we're allowed to receive because we're helping people transform. And that's often what we do in business. And that's a way of exchanging our energy is with money. So Love we it. really need to think, yeah, mm. there's enough out there. Yeah. Yep, we've got to get into that into that mindset of abundance. And 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 if you actually look across the universe, the universe, and you look on Earth, Earth has you know abundance and also has seasons. So sometimes you're going to be you know creating more abundance, and other time there's going to be a bit less. But what happens is that people fixate, and this is our negativity bias that we have in ourselves anyway, is to look for the worst. Oh, quick, you know, we've got to grab hold of that because what if it you know doesn't come back to me? But as we're sort of establishing here, it is meant to flow. It is meant to come and go, and it will be seasonal, and it's okay. It's okay to have a few kind of winter seasons, making sure that you've planned for that so that, you know, you're ready to go and make more in the summer, eh, Jen? 
Absolutely. And it, you know, it happens to everyone. It's, it's, you know, it's life. You cannot completely control it. So you have to learn to be um, okay with that and to flow and roll with it. Because, you know, sometimes, you know, I live up in the Waikato region here in New Zealand, and we've got a giant river that runs through the region. And sometimes, um, you know, it's quite narrow, and you can tell that, you know, the river levels are down, and there's less water flowing through town. And other times, like now, you know, it's been overflowing its banks. It's the same kind of thing, right, Carol, with, yeah. you know, mm. how that's going to flow through our business and through our life. Mm. Yep, 100%. Um, yeah, and that's Jean, a you've very g- nice metaphor. It is. It's <laughs> an awesome metaphor. Um, and yeah. Jean, you've had a bit of experience around the financing side as well because you've done that for a while too, um, without putting any financing hats on, but, um, but mm. making people aware that um, one of the things is contingency planning, isn't it? Well, it's interesting because in, in a prior life, a um, long time ago, probably 12, 15 years ago now, um, yeah, I, I, was a, I helped people to um, plan for retirement and protect themselves against the unexpected um, in a prior life. And yeah, one of those things that, you know, that came along is that people are so, people were so afraid to part with the, and this flows to business and pricing, mm-hmm. so afraid to part with their money to you know protect themselves against something that they perceive you know wasn't going to happen to me. Well, you you absolutely have no control over that either. So how can you make sure that you've you know you're being smart with your money? As I've mentioned before, you're being a good steward of that money. How are you making it work for you in a few different ways while you have it? Um, you know, is it protecting you against things that could happen, you know, that you don't expect? Do you have a buffer or a rainy day fund? You know, is there some that you can have some fun with and play with? Is there some that, you know, you just need for certain things? It's really kind of looking at what your needs are and how you can allocate that money in different places so it does the most for you that it possibly can. Hundred percent. I remember um, years ago when we first started our business. Twenty years ago, we were working with some people who um, they're in, in a similar type industry, and she mentioned that she'd bought the groceries out of the business account, and I was like, "Okay, well, why are you doing that?" <laughs> She's like, "Oh, well, I just didn't think about it. I just didn't think I had to separate things." But actually, it's a really valid point that maybe you, people aren't aware of that when you've got a business it needs to be separate from your living so that you can actually see what's going through but also you can get a handle on what's coming out the other side and separating the two means that you've got personal and business and you and you keep them separate but that was an interesting exercise it's like well you can't can't shouldn't be taking the groceries out of the business account <laughs> mm. interesting yeah, isn't it clear boundaries isn't it yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But maybe there too, what Jen just said was really interesting is like those beliefs around money. And one little thing that we think is really um, helpful is having affirmations. And there's lots of different ways how you can talk and think about money because that really will influence the way you will make money. Yes. So definitely. one thing mm. that I like to say is like money flows easy and effortless to me and yep. from me it is a nice flow. So I think really thinking about that river and how it just constantly flows in and that's basically also how you need to remember or think about money coming to you through you it's going through you yeah yeah absolutely and another really good one is I easily receive because um, you don't always have to earn money I think that's another thing you know you can money comes in all different ways 
there's so many different ways that money can can flow into you and back out again so it doesn't always have to be um, hours for dollars or you know no. the, what you're earning it can be received in different ways can't it that's a really good point yep no i like that carol yeah. and something that i always like to to live by as well is there's always enough mm. there's always enough yeah that's yeah. a really good one yeah that enoughness i think that's a real big topic in business mm. there is enough of everything out there we just need to be open and willing to receive it Yep, 100%, Lucy, because, you know, we have that confirmation bias that we live by too. So, you know, it's that whole self-fulfilling prophecy where we, we think we can't do something or we think we can do something. Either way, you're right. So, you know, that confirmation comes to us when, you know, we can shift some of those blocks and those beliefs and say, okay, you know, say someone, you know, buys a new car and, you know, your immediate response might be, oh, I feel a bit jealous because I want a car like that. You know, or and then you might actually st- turn that around and say, "Oh, well, that's for me too. That's for me. That is for me." You know, or they, or something. You know, they go on a holiday. That's for me. You know, so it's changing it around, not making it so, um, so much of a. You know, getting into that space of constriction again, where you feel jealous and upset and disappointed. It's been able to sit in that space, go, "Yeah, I can have that too," and I'm going to make a plan to get it. Yeah. But often, isn't that also a sign that you want something like that similar? Like it's it's there and it's there for you to have too. Correct. Business. Yeah. And another thing that I really also resonate with is there's always more money out there. Yeah. I mean, even if we look at the whole financial market at the moment, the banks are printing money day by day and it's just not stopping. So if you want to sort of see what the banks are doing at the moment, that also resonates or sort of shows there is heaps of money out there we just need to be willing to receive it yeah totally and it really starts with our mindset to say yes to our dreams and go for it 100 percent. and what about jen do you have um other little things that you tell yourself when when you know constrictions coming up around money oh when i'm yeah when i'm feeling slightly panicked or when you know i look forward and uh, you know, the cash flow is a little bit smaller than it was previously. Um, yeah, it's just resetting my brain to say there will be enough. There will be enough. And I know that I'm in control of, you know, being able to influence that number for the most part. So, you know, I can step in and change my result. So, yeah. 100%. Yeah, totally. I love that. And too. maybe you'll, yeah, also on that one, maybe we could also say, or say, instead of just saying there's enough there's more than enough mm. for me mm. those yeah. little words make just such a difference and really believe there's always enough there's always more and there's always mo- yeah you're the most important and you are enough i think that's really where the value just starts yeah 100 yeah. um another one i use is i easily earn whatever it is per month per week whatever I easily, I easily earn it. So it's not hard, like you said before, Lucy. It's not hard to earn. It doesn't have to be this big, um, you know, kind of put on thing that I have to worry about, kind of thing. Because we always know, whatever we worry about, only you know, less than one percent of it actually comes to fruition. And most of the time, that worry energy could be spent on, you know, planning the next thing that you do want. So um, it's changing it up, but it, it it takes a bit of work. 
Um, it's not something that can that you know if you've got if you're particularly you know sitting around blocks, particularly around thinking about starting a, a new business that you want to do or moving away from paid employment to something that's not quite as regular. Um, everybody started there. So, um, you know, nobody started, you know, well, some people started with a silver spoon, but really most of us start out um, with nothing and, and it's all about the creating process and being in that creative process means that you are looking for abundance, you're looking for the opportunity and you have that opportunity mindset, right guys? Mm, yeah. Totally. Absolutely. There's a really cool saying there, success doesn't come to you, you go to it. Yeah. I think that's something that we really need to. And then another good affirmation that I like to have: it's fun to make money. Yeah, it should be. Yeah, it's mm. exciting, and it's it comes to me effortlessly. It's something. Yeah, it's not definitely. I'm definitely the one going away from the hard, <laughs> easy, effortlessly, fun. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. And Jen, what about you? Oh, absolutely. That's one of those. Um, um, phrases that if I'm not having fun why do it so I love that Lucy that totally flows into you know if you're if you love what you do then heck it is fun to make money and it is fun to help people because that's what you're doing is you're helping people in your business yeah what about people would you what would you say to people who um who maybe feel you know it's not um it's not ethical to have a lot of money or it's not spiritual to have a lot of money or it's not you know um you know, it's, you know, it's greedy not... to have too much. Yeah. What would you say to them? Well, I was just focusing in on what can you do with that because it's going to give you choices, right? Yeah. If you're either, you know, you're either making money through helping people and the more money you can make, the more people you can help. So it's kind of shifting the mindset around that, I think. No matter what it is you do, it doesn't really matter. Um, you know, shifting your mindset around what you're actually accomplishing when you're making money. It's like, okay, I'm helping people and I'm making money by doing that. The more I help, the more I make, the more I can help and it's this beautiful circle. Exactly. What would you say, Lucy? That's amazing. Oh, totally. I couldn't agree more. It's really, the more you make, the more problems we can solve and it's just insane and amazing how, how many problems we could actually solve the more we would make and to put it to good cause there. So, mm. yeah, no, that's, and I think another big one is too, rich people are greedy or rich people are arrogant. There's a lot of beliefs around that as well. So we need to really change that thinking as well. Like, yeah, I can help many more people if I have more money. So. Mm. The thing, the interesting part about that too is that if you if you already have um, a sort of a, a pecan or a or a you know a way that you're already operating, money will just exacerbate it. So, you know, if you if you're someone who is mean spirited, you know, and you have money, you'll be tend to be more mean spirited. It doesn't it, it enhances whatever's there. So, if you are someone who is consciously aware of, of what they're doing in the planet and wanting to make an impact in the planet money's only going to really help you make more of an impact you know so it's important to recognize that you know people who who were assholes before they had money are still assholes <laughs> they have them all done it right? <laughs> nice i guess it also it comes down to what's yeah. your why like why yeah. do you want to i guess be in business why do you want to make money why why is that important to you and i think if you can answer that question, and hopefully it's not to be meaner, it's to be actually nicer and to do good. Yeah, too. Yeah. Jean, did you have something else you want to add there? 
<laughs> yeah, I was just going to say there. It doesn't. It doesn't change who you are. It just kind of uh, enhances what was already there, whether it's positive or negative. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Okay. So we've just got a few book suggestions as we wrap up, ladies. We've got a couple of minutes left. Um, uh, one, one, one I I quite um, enjoy is Tony Robbins' book, um, Ma- Money Master the Game. Money Master the Game. It's a, it's got some really good tips and ideas in there, and he actually has a little app you can look at too to see how you're tracking in terms of your retirement and you know some of that planning for later on down the track. But there's some really good hints in there. Um, yeah, so it's a really good book. Also, Lynn Twist wrote and has a, a company called The Soul of Money, and she wrote a book called The Soul of Money, and that's a really interesting book. It's got some fantastic stories in there. Um, her going to the Amazon rainforest and um, working with tribes there because obviously they don't have money but they barter and, and so looking at, at things, you know, t- they take a guy in, back into society and he has to work out what this thing money is. So, you know, like even even getting your head around that is... Because, you know, we're born into it, you know, knowing that money is something that moves around but when you're living in the Amazon rainforest and you don't have money, it's like, what is this thing that they're doing? You know, <laughs> that's an interesting one. Any other book suggestions, ladies? Yeah, there's a really good one that I enjoyed. It's called Happy Money by Ken Honda. Oh, yeah. And he really talks all about how you treat your money. Like, it really starts with looking at your wallet and how do you speak about your money when you or when you give people money? Do you say thank you when you receive it? Like, it's all about being, um, yeah, how you treat it and how you how grateful you are for it. Awesome. And he really compares it to a relationship, which I thought was amazing. And then there's another good one we all like. It's called Rich Bitch, Lucky Bitch by Denise Duffield Thomas. Yeah, Get Rich, Lucky Bitch. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, that's definitely a real good one. She's just so down to earth and uh, it's very practical wisdom that she delivers there. So Yeah, cool. Jen? Mm, I've got an old, I, I love that suggestion of happy money. I need to, to find that and read it because I haven't, haven't read that one. Um, uh, the old classic Rich Dad, Poor Dad. That was a a go-to whenever I was in my in my prior career where I talk to people about maximizing what the money can do for them and thinking about assets and uh, owning assets and things that are going to work for you. Yeah. Um, and there's one I'd like to read, which I haven't yet, but it's by a woman who wrote You Are a Badass. And the, the second book is called You Are a Badass at Making Money. So, yeah, oh, yeah like that's a good them. one. I did read that one too. <laughs> <laughs> They're all good. And, you know, the other one too to finish off with is Think and Grow Rich because that's, that's just an old-time classic oh, yeah. too and it's, um, yeah. it's got the principles yeah. around the mindset that you want to bring in. We also have a blueprint coming up, don't we, ladies? A little three-day training. We sure do. That's coming up on um, the 8th, 9th, I think it's the 8th, 9th and 10th of November and it's called um, Reflect Back Manifest Forward. Awesome. Right, thanks ladies for being here today and thanks you guys for listening. If you'd like to find out more about us, we are the 90 Day Divas, 90daydivas.com. Check us out and we'd love to hear from you. Thanks a lot. This program was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Hawke's Bay, your community access media station. Thanks to New Zealand On Air for making this type of programming possible.